Good evening, everyone. This is the Insignificant League podcast, and this is the first episode of 2021. Joining me as ever, we have got Tom Cotton. Hi, folks. Resident DJ Billy Jones. Good evening, sports fans. And special guest returning for the second time, it's Will. Evening all. Thank you all for joining us again. Uh, we do apologise, we are yet to get out the Christmas episode uh, featuring Logan and, and a special message from Mick Quinn. Uh, we do hope to get that out uh, shortly, but there's been some technical difficulties. However, tonight we have got a good running for you. We're going to talk through the winners and the losers over the last couple of weeks. Then we're going to run onto Will's team and see where he might be struggling a little bit, as well as looking at the free players, uh, the cup week coming up, and of course, Poddy versus the people. So, starting up, this week, instead, we're going to be it's going to be myself and Tom Cotton doing the winners and the losers. So, Mr. Cotton, please, uh, who's your loser for this week? Well, I was going to put forward um, our good friend Jamie Butler um, as the loser of the week, mainly because, not because of his, his low points total, although it is pretty woeful on 22 points so far, um, more so for the fact that he's got so many more players playing um, than old Lewis, who had a really sparse team. Um, and he still managed to get fewer points than, than Lewis. So I'll put Jamie out there. He's um, I don't really know where to stand with Jay at the minute. He's got a good midfield, but I think the fact that Salah isn't really pulling his weight in the Liverpool team, it's really pulling him down because we've all got that one dependable player, haven't we? I think Jamie's now been loser of the week more than anyone. Um, as someone who's been loser of the week before and possibly in the future. Will, do you have any opinion on Jamie's team? Uh, it's, a, it's a bit weak, isn't it, all over? If you're being honest. He's not really going to go what? anywhere this season, is he? No, he's going to be propping up the bottom, any probably. Just We've said this every week. Uh, do we think that he needs to trade, or who could he trade? He's got some good players, hasn't he, really? And he could trade a few of them. Salah, Pulisic, Mares. Are going to be okay for him. I wouldn't get rid of any of them. But then at the same time, he's got players like Pereira. He could get, a, you know, get a good player for Pereira if he does get back in the squad. But he's he's got a lot of rotation, really. Cavani and Mares are rotation, aren't they at the minute? Yeah. Um, Pulisic, the Chelsea, the Chelsea front four. I don't think Frank's even decided on a you know a best team really at the minute. Has he? Has he dropped Ziyech tonight for Hudson Odoi? He says about all his so, players. He says about all his players. They're players for the future. You know they're part a big part of my plans for the future. But they're never. That's shit for fantasy football managers because I want them to be playing now. Do you know what I mean? I'm a green fucker. I want them playing now. Fat Frank. Do you have any uh, Chelsea players in your team, Billy? No, I don't know. I'm just talking in general. <laughs> just talking in general, you know. In general. I think J- Jamie's Jamie's problems stem from his strike force. I mean, Bobby Deckled over Reed and Cavani. are just never going to hit it. Uh, we, we should say, obviously, we're halfway through this week and uh, there are still players to play for everyone. But I, mm-hmm. I can't see Jamie getting much more points, just given the fixtures he's got and given the likes of Salah just not hitting that that kind of next gear. I'm not sure, as we're talking, if Chelsea have just picked up another goal. So he could, he could be getting um, some points off Pulisic, but I'm not sure. You might have to cut that bit out. But I've just seen the transfer update, the um, table update. It's all right. 
It, it, this is this is a uh, on the go uh, coverage of sports that's then posted a day late. Live it's perfect news. <laughs> Live. <laughs> I, I think that's fine. And, and you know what? Looking at Jay's team, um, I, we've been through it millions of times. We've had Jay on the on the on the channel. Uh, he's tried to defend himself. Billy, you've had some horrible words to say. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we move on to the second loser of the week? Uh, Jay, you are the antithesis of all that is good in the world. And, uh, yeah, I'm coming for you. <laughs> what do you reckon to the Salah situation, Billy? I know we were just talking about it off air. But do you think he's... He's still got some points in the tank with Salah. Do you think yeah. he's going to start picking up some form? He has. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the he's, got, he's got that contract dispute. Points. Sorry, the player you can't see scoring points for me in, in Liverpool side at the moment is Firmino, really. You know, when Jota comes back, he scores for fun at the moment, doesn't he? So, you know, does he keep Firmino out of the team? But, yeah, I think Salah has definitely got his goals in him. Do you know what I mean? Billy, Billy, on Salah, so obviously today it's come out that he's looking to renegotiate uh, his contract without an extension, he wants more money, and Liverpool have said no. Is, is this why he's not particularly happy? Is he potentially going to be looking for a transfer out in the summer? Because he, he, he could be on, what, £350,000 at Madrid uh, a week or, or, or whatever, and at the moment he's probably getting paid half of that at Liverpool. If he does leave, which... Isn't the end of the world in my eyes. If he does leave, then we've got to get big, big money for him. I'm talking like 150 mil plus. So he's not worth 150 mil. He's too old, and he's only got. That's what we need for him. You know, we need, we need. I'd say 125. Between 125 and 150, that's what he'd go for. I'd say. I'd I'd love to see Liverpool sell Salah for a big sum, and then bring in someone like. You th- think if they sold him to Real Madrid and Real Madrid forked out the big money for him and then they were managed to go and get someone like Mbappe, that would really spice up the Premier League. I don't think Mbappe had got him, someone of his calibre. That would spice up fantasy football as well, having have bloody Mbappe. In there. I'd lose Salah to get Mbappe, do you know what I mean? It's who do they replace him with? Yeah, Is it someone yeah. like Jadon Sancho? Yeah, I'd know. love Jadon Sancho. I'm, absolutely, I love it. In in the short term, it's not helping Billy. Uh, it's not helping Jamie, is it? No, <laughs> I mean, unless so. unless unless he's able to swap in with uh, Mbappe straight away, which is highly unlikely. Um, but I mean, it, uh, we will say this though, Billy. Obviously, since we last spoke, you have scout Jay. You are above him in the table. You're seventh, and 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 you're closing in on uh, my pick for loser of the week, and uh, that that's you, Will. And it's not because of this week where you've done reasonably well with 42 points currently tracking probably a little bit more uh, it's, it's because of last week you got 8 points which puts you in I believe the 4th lowest points ever scored in the insignificant league history which is amazing I know you only had 8 players out of 11 but you got on average 1 point per player <laughs> absolutely shocking wasn't it too fair it's Fat Sterling to top it all off missed that penalty. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. But then but then obviously this week goes and bangs in an absolute beauty. But I mean I, it, I, this is why we, I invited you on straight away. I saw how many points you're finishing on. I was like get get him on. Uh, you must have been feeling like distraught because it's put you out of the tight race. I mean I'll be honest tonight is the first time I've actually looked at last week's score. 
because I, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll accept I'm at the title race. You know, I'm. Yeah, I'm. There's like a mini league at the bottom half, ain't there? I'm going to aim to win that this year. Well, this goes to my little two two league system that I was uh, thinking about, which would have kept whoever's in the bottom half interested. But you're still you're still in the cup. I think you could you could probably if you beat if you win your next game, you could be third. You could get into the wild card. So let me read down Will's team here: Martinez zero, Dyer two, Tierney zero, zero, Cash zero, Teller zero, Ezed three, Crossard two, Havertz zero, Sterling minus one. One, two, Aguero, zero. That is one, two, three, four, five, six players out of 11 who have got zero. Um, can I drop the mic now? Or <laughs> Will, do you have a rebuttal to that? I mean... That you're, you're beating him this week. Of, of all the people to try and give it large, Billy, you ain't the one. <laughs> yeah. Why, why give me the evidence? <laughs> I'm above you by one... No, I'm not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, what a dickhead. What a dickhead. Okay, I'm going to go and uh, bury my head in a bowl of gin. Take the mic back. <laughs> you're doing all right this week, aren't you, Will? How are you feeling with your squad? They're all right. You know, they're not the best, not the worst. Definitely not the worst. Compared to last season, did you feel more confident last season? I know you did much better last season. But how far off are you, that um, cup-winning side? I mean, looking at them this year, I, I feel like we've got a better team this year, but it's just not being reflected in the table. You're missing okay. Aguero. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. And, and, I, I mean, I've checked. I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. Do you not? No. It'd be interesting if he did, especially with City playing as they are at the minute. They really could you know, starts steamrolling through the next couple of fish. I'd, I'd argue that we already are steamrolling and, and I wouldn't upset the apple cart. I, I think he'll slowly get introduced uh, when he gets back. Um, and and, and maybe... do you think, I was going to say, just, just do you think Jesus is the answer at the minute? Because he's not, not really pulled sure. anything in the past couple I, of weeks, I, has he? I texted you this on the weekend. If he starts firing on all cylinders and starts grabbing goals, even if it's one every other week, uh, my team is now complete. Um, it's the only thing I'm missing is a striker. But we'll move on to that in a little bit. Um, Will, I want to talk to you about your transfer that you made with uh, Tom Cotton, our host, who, who has been known in the past for taking advantage of certain people. Uh, you gave him Alisson, who's had a cracker of the week, uh, and in return you got Havertz, who I, I'd describe as a, a lame duck. Yeah, but obviously I already had Martinez, so Alisson was actually my second choice keeper. Martinez is outscoring him, so and he was your just midfield. wasting a slot. Oh, wow. Your midfield you have... was pretty weak. And what have you based that choice as Did well? As, as well, Will is, is he just outscoring him week for week, or because I know our defense, our Liverpool's defense is quite leaky, isn't it? So, and like Martinez is on eighty-three, and we'll see on. Martinez is currently the top scoring keeper in the league. Yeah, Martinez um, has got 19 more points than him. So, so really, he's the highest value. And Aston Villa aren't really having a bad season, are they? I think, I Villa, think Villa have got another game in hand. Exactly. They, I think it was a worthwhile trade for us both, Will. Yeah. It might not be with Havertz because he, he was a risk, he was a gamble. 
and I was only concerned about it because of the rotation in the Chelsea squad. I hate having weeks where you have a player that doesn't start. It yeah. really demoralises, especially when you're relying on a fixed eleven like I do most weeks. I don't play for fixtures, I can admit that. But um, you never know, it could turn good. I think tonight they're playing with him more in a, a deeper lion role, so it may pick up a few more assists, but it's... It's one to watch, isn't it, over the next couple of games? He's, he's, I, one, for, I, he's one for the future. I, I do feel yeah. confident in having Trent and Alisson in the same squad now. I feel competitive with you, Tom, because of having so many Man City players. You're always going to be dangerous. So to have a top, you know, a top side with yeah. two two defenders, if I can get a clean sheet off them, which hopefully they will do once they start gelling. Um, I don't know if Van Dyke's coming back at any point this season. There's not really been any word on it, has there? But if they do start keeping a few more clean sheets and whatever happens to Trent, um, if he starts picking up a few more points, they had a bit to do, didn't they, a couple of weeks ago, Trent and yeah. Klopp? Did they? Um, off, yeah, they did. Yeah, they, when, he, when he took him off, um, there was a bit of a, a blank situation. <laughs> but um, I, think, I think if they... Um, if they start gelling, it could work out for us both, but it really depends on how Havertz wants to play. He's doing better than Werner either way. <laughs> Werner's yeah. been shocking, hasn't he? Let's just talk about for a second. I feel sorry for Rich. He's been shocking, hasn't he? He's not, he's not looked at the races at all. Um, you know, did he get a goal in the FA Cup? I can't remember. I thought that. I thought a goal in the FA Cup might spur him on, but uh, he's just been useless, hasn't he? Which, is, which surprised me. Mm. No, I agree. I, I, I think he did score. Um, I just, I mean, like you see tonight, Abraham starting. Who I think is what Danny Welbeck two point I think he's already proven better than Danny Welbeck, though. He's, yeah, he, can, think... he can prove. He can, he's he scored hat tricks for for Chelsea. You know, he's... there was there was a story on on Sky Sports the other day. You know, when they do the, the paper talk um, that they're going in for Haaland at the in the summer. Um, Imagine if Chelsea went in for Haaland and pulled off. I think I think it was something like a 200 million release clause. So it's unlikely to happen, especially with the coronavirus and the impact no. it's had on the financial side of things. But they, they do need a, a decent striker. And we'll actually just a quick question back to the Allison trade. Did you have any other offers? Did anyone else come in for Allison? Um, no, I, tr- I tried putting him out there, but no one was really interested. To be fair. We I had that fight with him for a few weeks. Uh, it's hard to get rid of goalkeepers, I, think, I find. Yeah. I mean, like myself, you pick a goalkeeper and you stick with him. You don't want the choice. Unless he's Ramsdale. I think, Will, you offered me, um, <laughs> me Alisson for Corrin and Brew, wasn't I? But then I, I chucked, Loris. I, I chucked Loris into the mix just to see whether you'd take him. And I don't think we could reach an agreement. I'd just like to say, I'm so glad I didn't get rid of Loris. <laughs> I think I consulted you, didn't I, Cotton? And uh, you told me mm-hmm. to, to run for the hills. So uh, They were playing well at the time, Spurs. They were keeping clean sheets for fun. But not at the minute. No, not at the minute, no. Well, OK, I, I think that's fair. Will, do you, do you accept that you were loser of the week based on the last seven days? I'm, I had a shocker, you know. It is what it is. No arguments there. I think that's fair. And, and, and to be honest, Jamie's just always down the bottom. He he only got 16 points last week. We, we should also add last week, right? We had um, five players got less than 20 points. Uh, it's just Will got eight. So he's going to get singled out. Now on to the winners of the week. Uh, Mr. Cotton, could you tell me um, tell me uh, who you're going to pick? Logan's doing pretty well, isn't he? And 
Well, I'd have probably picked. Oh, I'll wait now. Tom, you're on seventy nine points currently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lads. Is he done for this week now, Tom? Tom Butler. Am no. I fuck? We've got we've got this funny double game week, <laughs> yeah, week Billy. So he's still he's still picking up points he's over game week I'm 19. I'm not the only one who's really, really, really fucking confused about this. On Saturday <laughs> last Saturday, when do I set another line? You didn't. <laughs> When do you set another lineup? So it, I'll I'll release it when you set, set the next lineup. We've got another week's so worth like, pictures to go. I think it's... game week nineteen has lasted two weeks. Is that right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. I'm with you. Thank you for clearing that up. Well, for all our non-FPL uh, listeners, there that is the explanation <laughs> of game week. And 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 for those, uh, I think Billy might have interrupted there. Tom, could I just ask you to repeat who you were picking for winner of the week? I'm going to pick the most competent manager in the league, Tom Butler, as he's currently on 79 points and managing by an evolution to an absolute steamer in game week 19. How is I'd that? Like to take, I'd like to take over there. So not only am I on 79 points, I'm actually on 82 when you take bonus points that should soon to come in, with still to play Diaz, Maguire, Mings, De Bruyne and Jesus, and potentially Ziyech if he managed on the pitch. Oh, and, and Madison is currently on the pitch. So with those in mind, I could be on for a 100-point week, which I've heard from Andy today is the first time that had ever happened. I bet you asked him, didn't you? I bet he didn't come to you. I bet you asked him. <laughs> yeah, no, we no. Should put it for a vote. Is it legit the fact that uh, with this game, we last for two weeks? It's basically two weeks. So it's basically 100 points in two weeks, which I, I don't agree with. So, uh, we'll see. That's not tabled, Billy. We're not talking about this. What 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 I will also add is, um, Tom, you're very much aware that myself and you and myself and Andy, we, we often discuss who we're picking for the week. And uh, on Friday evening, I messaged Tom, I messaged Andy, do I play Matos Pereira or do I play Zaha? Because I had this niggle in my head that was like, Zaha is obviously playing for Palace. He's pretty decent. He's in a bit, a bit of good form. And Palace are our bogey team. Like we mm-hmm. always like we, have, we 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 always like draw or lose against them. So I was a little bit annoyed, and then I put Pereira in on the Friday, and then I set a reminder on my phone for Saturday morning to drop Pereira and put in Zaha. But my new little kitten Padfoot kept me occupied all morning, <laughs> and I missed the deadline. And Pereira has gone and scored three. He's like that octopus from the World Cup, isn't he? That cat. He can just pick <laughs> fixtures and players. And knows who's going to get points. Maybe we need to remove him. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> no, it's a good shout. And he's done well, Annie. I didn't realise he was taking pen- penalty kicks for West Brom. Is that a, a dead cert thing? Does he do that every week? I don't know. I don't um, know, to be honest. Do they have a... Who's their striker? Because they don't seem to have one. That's the problem with the no, team. No, they're in rotation. I think main striker's injured, isn't he? Is it... Um, is it Callum or... Robinson that's currently... Ah, uh, Callum, yeah. But he's doing really well. Um, he, he's a spicy player. I don't know how he'll do over, you know, until the rest of the season. But you've done great of him this week. And the, and the are, points are you, that he has in. I've obviously shot up from fourth place to second, uh, the, the highest I've been all season. Uh, currently, obviously, there's still things to change this week. Um, are, you, are you a bit worried that I'm coming for you, Tom? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, and I, I think you've got probably a better squad than. Most of the rest of the league. I might <laughs> change minute. this podcast to the Tom's fucking amazing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 
it could go it could go off the boil and I think what you're going to struggle with is it's going to be your own demise where you get to the point where you've got so many good players or so many players in form and you've got to choose between them because if you did go for that Zahar pick and you lost out on 22 points I'd it wouldn't been, have it, it wouldn't have been as good and you probably would have been loser of the week we probably would have pulled you up on that it, and it's going to be difficult for you that's why I go for a dead set 11 every week because I, I don't want to make that wrong decision um, interestingly, interestingly as well, just to add, um, uh, De Bruyne, Zaha was my top scoring midfielder going into this game week. It's now De Bruyne. De Bruyne, who had a really, really slow start to the season, is now on 92 points, which when we're talking about Salah, he's, had, uh, he's dropped off a bit, but he's had a decent season. He's on 128 or something. We're not that much far mm-hmm. off him. And, and, and I've also got Zaha on 90 plus points, got the likes of Madison, who's on 60, uh, sorry, 75, and he's been injured for. XYZ um, Pereira was banned for three games is on 56 I've got some solid players I'd say the only downside for my team is my strike force I've got Mitrovic and Jesus no, neither are really doing that well maybe you're the man that needs to look, start looking into trades maybe uh, what about Will, Will do you have any comments on my team what do you think do you reckon I've got a chance for the title um... Havertz just got booked by the way so oh you're joking no. <laughs> we're going to get subbed off on the 58th minute, so that'll be zero points. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a solid team. You know, you've got De Bruyne. He's going to just get steady points every week, isn't he? Diaz as well. And with United are doing pretty well, aren't they? So you're going to do well off Maguire. And yeah. Diaz looks so good. He's, they're the only ones that are nailed on, aren't they? In that Diaz and Stones oh, as well. What... That partnership at centre-back, Diaz and Stones, is like a fucking love story. Well, that's how just mad. a little reminder that Stones is a free agent right now. And how mad is it Laporte from being number one? He, he, he guaranteed a place in the squad last year, wasn't he? Uh, he was fit. Yeah, yeah, he's your best player. And he can't get in the team now. And, and, and Pep's openly gone out there to say that he needs to pull his weight. I just I find it insane how Diaz can come in and just, you know, just really get a strong position in that team. Especially coming from the Spanish... Places. Yeah, and coming from the Spanish league as well. Was it, yeah, was it Benfica? Uh, but, but I've not he, heard of him before. But he, he, he's, I don't he, you. Yeah, no, neither have I, but he's, he's come over and he's, he's settled so quickly. I think he's got this quite mature attitude. Um, but as much as he's been amazing, I have to give it to John Stones getting his first City goal, second Premier League goal ever, uh, and then and then obviously following it with the second, like incredible, like amazing. If he's not first pick in the uh, transfer uh, at the end of the month or the start of next month, then I don't know what's happening to people. I think Richard pick up Pogba to, to be honest, but probably for the transfers <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> Um, anyway, we've we've talked enough about my team. So I'm one of the winners of the week, and as we said, I'm going to pick the other winner of the week. Um, looking at the table uh, this week and last week, you've got Logan, absolutely incredible, uh, incredible week uh, for him, decent amount of points. Last week, obviously, Andy and Billy did, did really well relative to other people. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go for um, Tom Cotton. Uh, the current Thank leader you. of the uh, Insignificant League. Tom, After... tell us about your success. Aubameyang. Pierre-Amemeric Aubameyang in Newcastle's downfall. He saved me with 15 points last night, really. He, uh, do you think he looked any better? <laughs> no, I, I, thought, I, thought he looked, I thought he looked rubbish, as per usual. <laughs> I did as well. He had that, you know, when they first, with the first goal... 
Um, he wasn't even in the bonus points, so he'd scored the goal as a midfielder, and he didn't even have any bonus points on on the board. So he, he was obviously not playing the best. Um, but no, if, but he, that, if he can get points, yeah, we're going to be doing all right, aren't we? Like the likes of Saka and Emil Smith Rowe, I thought they dominated that, and uh, obviously Allison, he's done very well and still got a game to play uh, um, on on ten points. Um, Will does I that? Was look- does that annoy you? Um, no, I got um, got super cry habits playing for me, and I so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, yeah. I was just going to say I was lucky with the um, Man United Liverpool game, the dross that was the nil nil. That could have gone one or two ways. If it was a goal fest, I'd have been knackered, wouldn't I? I picked up what six points off Trent, six points off of Wan, and then ten points off Allison in one yeah. game. It's not bad, is it? I was yeah, hoping was... for a nil nil tonight with Leicester Chelsea. So if I can get picked another, you know, nil nil, well, and, and at least. Uh, uh, a blank off Leicester tonight with Castan. I'll be yeah. all right, but I don't like relying on defenders. I don't know how Jamie does it because Jamie's often a man for five at the back, week in, week out. I I don't really like it. Interesting, you should bring that 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 up actually. Um, it, it, across the first fifteen weeks, the average defensive line was three uh, was uh, five teams out of the ten played three at the back. Currently. Um, we've got two people playing three at the back and with one, mm-hmm. two, three playing five at the back and the rest on four. So it's been a massive swing on defenders getting points from the first 15 games and then the last four games where it's been really heavy on defenders. I think that's quite interesting. They've changed, haven't they, though, the results? You think at the beginning of the season, we were getting mad scores. What did I get with DCL that one week? It was like a four or five to five nil or something like that. And Spurs were getting in six twos and six three. It was, we had a lot more goals at the beginning of the season to what we've not got now. It's a lot more cautious. Yeah. And um, we got a lot more one nils, nil nils, and, 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 and those kind of uh, games, which I think is really good. Um, especially for us at the top, me and Tom Cotton, mm-hmm. that is, um, who, who have pretty decent defence. Struggling with um, these injuries, though, how long do you think uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin will be out for? Have you seen anything? I don't know. I assume a while. I'd be gutted. <laughs> He's been really reliable and Wilson hasn't. And I really hope that Steve Bruce goes and we can get some form of bounce back so Wilson will get a few points. But um, I can't rely on him and Danny Welbeck and the striker pool looks really poor mm. at the minute for the upcoming window. So we're going to have to just hope that the back five is going to pull us in a few points. But me Bit- and you are both going for it, aren't we? We're, we're talking about that. Obviously, me and you going for it at the top there. Billy, uh, looking at Tom's team, looking at my team, do you think Tom has the edge? I think, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I feel like I always go on about, you know, you know, players that will, in the long run, do well for teams. You know, there are players that will have the odd really, really, really good week. And the odd player that... But there are also players that will consistently score uh, every week. The likes of, to me, Trent, you know... Castagna's been brilliant. Mambasaka, brilliant. Son, brilliant. These players with Cotton, they're, they're going to score consistently well every week for me. So he will, yeah, he will have the edge until until you get a few more players, Tom Butler, who, who score consistently. I think that's what really do you interesting. Think of, sorry, just to, just to throw in the other title contender. What do you think of Andy's team at the minute? 
because he's oh. had such a roller coaster couple of weeks. And Fernandez seems to every couple of game weeks he blanks. He managed to get like a thirteen point haul, uh, pulling back into the mix. Fernandez and Rashford will both get braces next week, or, or against Fulham uh, tomorrow or Thursday, or whatever it is. And Andy will be on fifty plus sixty points <laughs> and right back in contention at third place. It's as simple as that. And I think he's, he's doing well with players that aren't really finding. Uh, starting positions like Doherty and if he gets rid of him um, Barkley's been in and out hasn't he yeah, if, if anything it might help Andy being lower in the table coming up to the transfer it might get a better choice of uh, defenders and he's got a great team he's just got a few players that he probably wants to transfer out Barkley as well he's been injured is he going to come back we don't know his strike force isn't the strongest um, he didn't play him a pie this week that was quite entertaining Um <laughs> But he definitely has a few players he needs to get rid of, Haller, etc., that, that he can that he can change out and maybe look to get something else in. Um, I, I think it's fair, Tom, what we've said. Me and you are the winners of this week, and people might not like to hear it, but we are first and second as we speak. Um, it's the two Toms at the top, like it was last season, and, and I intend on being as annoying as ever, uh, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, so, moving on... Um, Will, I just want to talk about um, your season so far. It's had a little bit of ups, a bit of downs. We've already mentioned that you're sat at the bottom half of the table. You're not likely to go any higher. You've got Richard in the cup uh, next week. Are you feeling confident? This is almost like your um, your kind of like bye week, if you if you want. Everyone else has had wins against him. Are you going to get yours? I mean, who's he actually got? You've got Werner, Lacazette. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I feel comfortable, yeah. He's got Burnley, a double Burnley defence coming up against Aston Villa. Mm, okay. This could be a nil-nil with it at home. But then he's got Watkins playing them. Lacquer's still playing, isn't he? So Lacazette, is he going to be OK with him at the minute? I don't know if um, if he's in form. Would you say Lacazette is in form? He's on 62 points at the minute. I'd say he's in form. He's had a... Decent, a decent run. I think you're pretty safe. Will looking yeah, over yeah, his team, but he's done. He's done all right this week, considering he didn't play Saka. And I think he's got some selection issues, which probably could re- be resolved with the transfer window coming up. Um, I think you're going to be all right. It's just a reminder, though, with these cup games, they are going to come thick and fast. Twenty twentieth yeah. uh, game week, twenty first game week, twenty second game week, twenty fourth game week, and twenty sixth game week. So, <laughs> next three game weeks are all going to be cup fixtures. Sadly, this is due to postponement. Uh, obviously, we meant to have them over Christmas, but because of COVID and postponed games, we did postpone them. We cannot do that anymore. So, if games are cancelled, it is tough luck, which is a little bit annoying as I have beaten Billy three weeks in a row and I'm now going to be facing him next week and he's probably going to beat me. Um, <laughs> Billy, Billy oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Who are Spurs playing? I think I that's mean, the deciding factor, isn't it? Yeah, I've got, I've got a Spurs attack, a Spurs defence, so it is literally all on Spurs for me. Uh, and they're playing Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, I'm going to feel like a, <laughs> Shaking dog on whatever day they're playing. They honestly, <laughs> shake, shaking like a shitting dog. Uh, and, and Tom, you've got um, you've got uh, Logan. Uh, any any fears? Is that a good week? <sighs> West Ham, isn't it? They look really strong, and they're breaking into the top. Is it top six now? Top five? Top oh, six? Got to be close, haven't they? 
it's really it's really funny, isn't it? Like you know what you know what's a good crack. I, I was listening to the West Ham game on the radio earlier tonight, and as soon as they come on, West Ham is Logan's team in my head. It's like he's a, an uber fan of West Ham because of the podcast and what we've been t- saying about him. It's just really funny now because you have a real association with the team, don't you? Like Liverpool yeah. pops up. I think of Billy screaming at the at the, at the uh, James at the Madison. Oh fuck's oh. sake! Get in. Jimmy oh. Madison. We'll wait just in case it gets ruled out. That Pereira goal earlier got me. I thought I was going to get really excited. Mark Brighton assist. Um, sorry to interrupt there, Tom. Um, yeah, you've got Logan. Okay. That'll be a tough game. Um, and, and then, yeah, uh, Will, back to your team. Uh, just to go through your run now. So, you obviously, yeah. we, we've said that you've got uh, Richard, your bye week. You've then got Pinky, followed by your by actual bye week. Uh, then followed by Andy, then followed by Lewis. You've got a very bad goal difference at minus 38, where Lewis, who's three points above you, has a positive goal difference of 46. It's going to be close. It could go down to the wire on that last game if you can jump into that third place. It's doable, I reckon. Oh, I'm playing Lewis on the last game as well. Exactly. So six points Yeah. yeah. It's bloody tight in group A. I mean, Andy's already three, but it's. I think that third place is going to be a, a, a close one. Do you think, just just as a, a side note, back on the football match that's going on at the minute, do you think Frank will get the sack if he loses? No, I think he'll be all right for maybe one or two more games. If he'd have lost to Fulham, I'd have said he's on the chopping block. But they that... really, they're really struggling and, and they've got such a lost... First eleven. I'd, Pos- I'd find posi- it really positives from this: if, if Frank doesn't sub out at least Abraham and Hudson Odoi at half time, then he's, <laughs> he's he's got he's got to go. Because he did this on the weekend, didn't he? Against Fulham, he he's, he made changes. He he was proactive with his decisions, and uh, I mm-hmm. think he's like they talk about rotation, right? And he's rotated out a lot of players. Like fuck that! Come on, the professional football players like they can play twice in a week. Um, it's not. Of course, they can. So why isn't why isn't Giroud playing? They're, they're not even playing full nineties these lads. And Hudson Odoi, I do rate the guy, but I think he's a few years off before we can start saying he's the first choice for Chelsea. Who is that first choice top top line though? Who who in, in would it be? Opinion, who... Pulisic, uh, Giroud, because yeah, until Werner gets good, I'd play Giroud. Pulisic. Pulisic, Giroud, and uh, I'd play Ziyech, get him back in form. He's only had one and a half mm. games back since injury, uh, excluding the cup game he scored. Um, but prior to that, I think Ziyech's class. class. I do I think, think Ziyech will, will, and will be class as well. You know, for me, the jury on the jury's still out on Pulisic for me. You know, and Havertz as well. He hasn't been great at all. But, uh, you know, that's Chelsea. I feel like Chelsea are still in transition, whereas they shouldn't be because they spent a lot of money last summer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. They, they should be given that season maybe mm. to adapt and uh, uh, get used to the new players. But it's just the problem is you spend that much money, there's always going to be questions to ask. Uh, moving on, Billy, I've got on my little roster of things to do today. It's called Billy's Little Questions and Billy's Little Moments uh, as the next section. Thank what, you what so much you for about? giving me questions and moments, you patronising fuck. Um, <laughs> I was thinking uh, the same. I was, thinking right. um, I was just looking through history, here, the history of the league and the Hall of Fame. Actually, in the Hall of Fame, 
And Cotton, come on, you are now 30 points away from Gav in the league's total points scored. And I thought this was worthy of celebration, what? but I also wanted to say to you, you, you know how much we respect Gav. I think you should step down before you take <laughs> over Gav, to be honest with you. I think because I think to, to honour the memory of Gav, you know, you've got you got to retire the commissioner position. He's getting married. Yeah. Come on, Tom, think do, about his kids. Do do we hold a celebratory podcast for that reason? The 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 the, the, the wedding podcast. It'd be like the Friends episode, couldn't it? We could do we could do a big thing and, and then get him in as a as a, as a yeah. special guest star to review the season. Yeah. The one where Gav gets married. Yeah, coming in your ears. I don't even know why you look at that legal hall hall of fame chart. It's a load of tosh. No, it's not. It's the be all and end all. <laughs> Is it just because you're so low down? Oh, I'm above Lewis. Tune in, that, uh, tune that's in next week me. to find out if uh, Gavin pulls away from the rest. They still haven't found him, have they? That bloke still uh, stood in... What was that town? Armadillo? Uh, Armadillo? Yeah. <laughs> they still stood in the middle of Armadillo shouting for him, isn't he? Gavin! <laughs> well, that, that that's enough about Gavin. Uh, Billy, did you have anything no. more to add? Uh, I just, um, I, I the mean, manager of the month. This month's been pretty poor in terms of, you, you know, first of all, the, the directors of the fucking podcast didn't release the Christmas episode, which I'm, I was really looking forward to. I would like, to, I would just like to say, you know, uh, the small print. I am involved in the actual podcast recording of, but I am not in, involved in the in the distribution of. If I was in charge, things would be different. I'm not. That's the way things are. Um, so, you know, tune in next week to see if the Christmas episode has indeed been released, which should have been released a month ago, and it makes my life harder because I can't, I cannot, I cannot, in good conscience, be manager of the month this month for January. So we will do manager of the month in February. I will get your votes in before the end of February, which is a month away. I don't know why I'm telling you this, because I could tell you this a week before. But it's... Yeah. We like it. It's build-up. It's foreplay. That's okay. Last, okay. last time okay. it was really good. See, you're trying to uh, claw it back now. You're trying to claw it back. Claw back a bit of dignity. You did ask me to step down as well. <laughs> okay. I think that's... probably been in the position that's enough of bill's monologue um uh, billy billy <laughs> thanks for, thanks for uh, for that uh, we're now going to move on to the uh, tradition of a poddy versus the people tom cotton faces off another of the league's finest who will win after three demanding rounds? This is Poddy versus the People. Uh, that's right, it's Poddy versus the People, uh, our weekly tradition. Uh, and this week we have got Tom Cotton, our host, uh, against our special guest, Will Brooks. Um, and uh, usually we do Reading versus Newcastle, and that's what it is this week. 
However, it's uh, Tom, you're supporting uh, Reading, and, and Will, you're supporting right. uh, Newcastle. So, um, hopefully, you, you should be able to uh, should be able to do do well. So, the first round is is transfers. Um, and Will, as the guest, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I will go second. Okay, uh, Tom Cotton, over to you for your first question. Tom, who is Reading's record signing that's based on estimated transfer value? And it was in 7th of August 2019 from uh, Inter Milan. Isn't it the chap that you were talking about earlier? It might well be. Puskas. It is George Puskas, or Jorge Puskas, probably, if he's come from Italy. I wouldn't have known his first name. Uh, okay, well, uh, fair enough. Uh, uh, is it a bit? Would you have guessed it if we weren't talking about him earlier? Um, there's about three players I know that have ever played for Reading, and he's one of them. So Fair enough. Don't, t- oh. don't tell us the other ones, because <laughs> they might be later questions. Okay, uh, Will, you would have got that one, obviously. Yeah, piece of this. Yeah, well, your one's, I, I think, just as easy. Uh, who is the record signing for Newcastle? Would you like me to give you the date? Uh, yes, please. Uh, it's a bit of a giveaway, actually. Um, it was in 2019. Probably around the same time Puskas signed. It's not like... Joel Linton or someone shit like that is it I need you to give a definitive answer I, I don't know but I'll go for Joel Linton it is Joe Linton Mr Joe Linton uh, for 40 40 billion pounds that's bought Newcastle Tom how many goals five goals something solid like that yeah he played great on the wing last night apart from 4-4-2 apart from the 3-0 three, loss <laughs> Okay, the, the second round, it's 1-1. Uh, I think that's the first time I've had 1-1 after the first round. Impressive stuff. Uh, the, the second round is a manager's. So, Tom, over to you. Uh, I fear this is not a nice one. Uh, who's the current Reading manager? <laughs> not a clue. <laughs> I, 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 no idea. I'll give, you, I'll give you a clue. It's not Mike Bassett. <laughs> Shit and hell. That was, that was my uh, go-to answer. Uh, ooh, I, 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 can, I have a, can I have a clue on his nationality, at least? Uh, he's foreign. Uh, um, I know that. He's um, he's Serbian. Yes. Well, he was actually born in Yugoslavia. Oh, there you go. No idea. No idea whatsoever. Yapstan was the manager about four years ago, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, I, I won't accept uh, Yapstan. It's, uh, Will, could you pronounce his name, please? Uh, Velko Paunovic. Mm, yes. <laughs> exactly how I was going to say. Velko Poyunovic. <laughs> Sounds like a good player. Uh, okay, Will, o- over to you. And, and sorry, Will, it's not Newcastle's current manager. Um, oh. Who managed Newcastle in their promotion season in 09 10? Can't remember. Joking here. Oof. It's not Tom as Newcastle expert. Do you know who it was? Chris Hewton. It was Chris Hewton. I believe oh, you, of course it was. you sacked him the season after, didn't you? 
Yeah, they did, and that was Andy Carroll's breakthrough season. And that's when... He scored about 20 goals, potentially. And you sold him in January to Liverpool, didn't you? Yep, 35 million. I was playing bowl. Well, I was, I was at bowling in Shrewsbury with Richard, and my whole night was ruined because they said he was never going to go. 35 million. And then at the last minute, I sold him. Seriously? Wow. Well, your boy signed. class player. <laughs> he was the most expensive English player <laughs> for a very long time. That is about five years old. wasn't it? Got lovely the, hair. the most expensive English player before whoever it was. <laughs> Going into the third round, it is 1-1. Um, interesting. No no scorers in the manager's round. So, the third round is um, top goal scorers. So, Tom, um, who is Reading's all-time top Premier League goal scorer? I'll, I'll give Christ. you a clue. Second is Adam Lafondre. <coughs> I don't even know. Who, who, what? Okay, Tom, I'm going to give you another clue because I think it is maybe quite harsh. Um, so, this player has played for a shed ton of clubs uh, and he played up to right. uh, quite an age. Um, he, he's, he's played for uh, Reading, Wolves, QPR, Palace, Colorado Rapids and then in his early career, Cork City I'd and like, uh, St. Patrick's like Athletic. I'd that like gives you an idea. It, please. I, I think you've just given it away with the Colorado Rapids. Is it Kevin Doyle? It is Kevin Doyle. Ooh. Maybe I made it a bit too easy. Good answer. It was that. I remember the talk sport interview. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Will, yours is equally as uh, tricky. Uh, Newcastle's top goal scorer is Shearer. Um, the second goal scorer is uh, Peter Beardsley. Uh, who is their third top all-time Premier League goal scorer. I'm going to give you a clue because I, I ain't got a clue. I, f- I feel bad that I gave Tom a lot of clues there. Uh, this legend played for Newcastle uh, between 2000 and 2014 um, but he had a loan at Stoke in 08. He, he then played for Gaziantep, Palace, Bolton, Fleetwood and Nuts County before retiring at the tender age of 37. Andy Cole? It's not Andy Cole. I'm afraid it's Shola Shola Amiobi. He's the third top scorer. Yeah, 43. How shocking is that? (laughs) He was great. I love Shola. He played from really young though, didn't he? He came through when he was like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, I mean, he, he played 312 games for Newcastle and scored 53 goals, which is... Andy played up front with Shearer for a bit. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Well, well that is uh, Poddy versus the people. And it's uh, sadly, <laughs> it's it's again the Poddy of one. It's 2-1 uh, against uh, resident quiz winner, Will Brooks, um, which is disappointing. Uh, I think that makes it Poddy 6, people 2. Tom, can you correct me? I haven't got a clue. Well, anyway, that that, that <laughs> brings us to the end of uh, the first podcast of uh, 2021. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, our guests as ever, uh, our special guest, Will Brooks. Thank you. Also, a thank you to my co-host, Tom Cotton. Thank you very much. And thank you very much, guys. resident DJ, Billy Jones. And from myself, thank you and good night. It's fucking
fucking brilliant. I couldn't get a fucking PlayStation it. again today. It's, 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 it's,